Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Jasmine Galvez. And I'm Marianne Manalansan, and we will be your hosts for today's webinar. 
Before we begin, if any of you have questions regarding the discussion, don't hesitate to send them to us by entering it in the comment section of whatever social media platform you're watching this on. And we will be here to relay them to our guest speaker. Welcome to the live webinar series of SMAPH, an e-learning marketplace for Filipino professionals where one can develop relevant and in-demand skills through masterclasses in different fields of learning. If you want to learn more about us, feel free to visit our page at www.sma.ph. For those who are watching on Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn, feel free to share the link to this stream to people who you think will be interested in today's topic. We are inviting everyone to join us in our live learning series where seasoned experts, such as our speaker today, in various fields from agriculture and business, to marketing, to futures thinking, to relationships, to health and fitness, and more, help you develop your skills and advance in, both in your personal life and in your career. If you're interested in learning more about the live learning series, head on over to our website. Again, it's www.smaph and click on the live learning tab. We hope you can join us. This webinar is in partnership with the ASEAN Youth Organization, an ASEAN-approved nonprofit organization that spreads awareness of the ASEAN of ASEAN to over 200 million young people in Southeast Asia. This webinar is also brought to you by the Rotary Club of Alabang Magical Business Park. Our topic for today is all about the evolution of academic flexibility being in existence since the 18th century. Such learning involves challenges, underfunding, practicalities, and mobility. The reality of flexibility is that contemporary higher education students change jobs or transfer to another industry. Its purpose is to provide opportunities and options in controlling their learning modes and interactions. Thus, flexible learning promotes learner-centered independence and self-directedness. Since the COVID-19 attack at every individual, household, educational institutions, government departments, and most especially the healthcare industry, distance, distance education engulfed the educational system of the Philippines. Face-to-face -face learning and physical campuses suddenly became history. Students of all levels and status needed to depend on technology, gadgets, and Wi-Fi to be able to participate in the new learning and teaching curriculum called on online learning, e-learning, blended learning, distributed learning, and disaggregated learning. However, the flexibility level and character of learning and teaching is reliable on the subject matter level of study, location of students and teachers, and readiness to flexible learning. Therefore, a certain degree of innovation, improvement, and development are needed to be able to fully encompass the new phase of learning. Our guest specializes in product and business development, strategy and risk assessment management, sales and marketing, events management, and training. He is the country director of the London Institute of Business and Technology. 
The London, the London Institute of Business and Technology administers corporate training and consulting services to over 80 organizations across, across 12 countries in Asia and trained over 1,000 corporate executives for the last two years. This education is now available in the Philippines. So ladies and gentlemen, let us all welcome our guest speaker, Sir John Alianza. Um, Marianne and uh, yes, uh, Jasmine for the introduction. And uh, before I uh, start, I would like to uh, thank you, the ASEAN Youth Organization Philippines, to their country director, uh, Justin Ho, also um, Eleanor Oberio, the head of the Economic Enhancement Department, and Dr. Alexi Reyes, the head of programs and uh, partnership. Also, thank you for this privilege uh, to talk. And also would like to acknowledge my colleagues uh, in uh, LIBT, our CEO, Mr. Cesare Tatilani, our head of uh, admission, the Stat Award, our uh, country director for LIBT Bhutan, Mr. Kazam. And uh, with me the backstage right now is uh, our academic consultant for the Philippines, Mr. Ralph Balmaceda. So on, on behalf of the London Institute of Business and Technology, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, it's uh, really a privilege to be here and talk about a topic of relevance in this time of pandemic. Uh, the topic, distance learning. The COVID-19 pandemic uh, in 2020 led to widespread school closure, most likely Milan Senyo, I, uh, doing their classes online. Uh, it really meant that more students have, have, have turned to distance learning. But do you know that um, distance learning is actually a learning innovation of the 18th century? Hindi po siya ngayon lang na age of the internet. Uh, it started in the 18th century. So that is why uh, I will be presenting the topic the evolution of academic flexibility. Now, let me go to the acting presentation and we'll put myself at the bottom while I'm doing my presentation. Okay. So, as you can see, this is a slide. This is the history of distance learning. Uh, back in 1728, Caleb Phillips. Now, Caleb Phillips was advertising his teachings on a new method of shorthand. Now, most likely, the um, uh, ilag dito ay hindi niyo na naranasan yung shorthand. Yung mabilis po sila. But uh, in the law uh, law courses, uh, mga secret secretary, uh, they uh, still learn this, yung uh, shorthand. So, Caleb Phillips was advertising his teachings on a new method of shorthand in Boston Gazette with the lessons to be delivered via mail on a weekly basis. So what Caleb Phillips did is of greatest merit because he dared, you know, he dared to uh, have uh, his lesson sent out to people via courier. Now, now in the 1840s, the Sir Isaac Pittman took the idea one step further. In England, in 1840s, I thought, Pittman shorthand. 
He was also teaching uh, shorthand via mail. But his students, ito yung difference, innovation niya, would send him a postcard containing their own efforts which he would correct and send back to them. The Pitman course uh, swelled in popularity and within a few years, the Phonographic Correspondence Society was established to formalize the course on offer. Uh, so they, they're sending the course on phonograph. This society led to colleges and by 1873, the first correspondence school to operate in the U.S. was found. Now, in 1858, uh, universities began offering distance learning options. In fact, uh, the, long, the University of London became the birthplace of long-distance learning, allowing students to study four degrees outside of London, spreading higher education, spraying academic teaching across the globe. In 1892, the distance education, the term of distance education was coined by the University of Wisconsin, Madison. Then by 19, by 1969, more universities began offering distance learning options and the idea was driven forward by Open University. They offered respectable alternative uh, learnings to traditional methods and have been at the forefront of developing new technologies and learning methods uh, uh, since their inception. Now, in 1970, the Open University in Canada was uh, formed so this is also a distance learning university. By 1974, the Open University in Germany, the Germany's Open University was founded. And 1999, oh, ito na. this is it, ito na yung atin. Uh, the World Wide Web. Tim Berners-Lee proposed the development of online document sharing system, which he described as web of note with links that became known to be the World Wide Web. So in 1999, the Internet Revolution is starting. The Internet Revolution revolutionized then distance learning, making it easier, faster, and cheaper for students to learn. And in 1995, the first course that is offered via web was made by the Penn State University and the U.S. Uh, headed by Gerald Maddox. He teaches the first course delivered over uh, distance learning of via the web. And on 1999, the word e-learning. In 2012, 400 students study in the UK via distance learning. And by 2013, the UK government supported this distance, distance learning initiative of their of their universities by offering student loans to students uh, abroad studying in UK universities. Now, as you can see, as we can see, the UK universities has been for the most part, part a forerunner of distance education and e-learning. So which is why <clears throat> the distance learning in the 21st century is uh, 
uh, as conceptualized by our CEO, Mr. Cesare Fataliani, the founder of and CEO of LIBP. He said that he, his vision is to universalize knowledge transcending social, economic, geographic, and other limitations. So which is why on January 15, 2020, the London Institute of Business and Technology launched and coined the world's first college as a service platform, giving and sustaining the academic flexibility of students worldwide. So this uh, London Institute introduces the first ever college as a service platform. Ano ba itong college as a service platform? Probably uh, narinig nyo na ang software as a service. No? Software as a service platform. Ano ba yung mga software as a service na alam ninyo? No? Back office, yung mga accounting, inventory, human resource, uh, ina-outsource na ito. No? Instead of buying their own software, they just subscribe to a accounting or inventory and human resource and having a, a third party now who are experts in this uh, field manage it for them. Sa transportation, the banks uh, as a service, then sa, sa transportation, we, we have Uber, no? we have Grab, the delivery in courier, we have um, what? Also Grab, delivery or Transportify, food, dito only sa Pilipinas, Grab food. And now the London Institute is adapting the principles of software as a service into higher education, into the academic. How? How, how, are, how does London Institute uh, adapts that. So, yun ang ating pag-usapan. First, um, as we know, education is very expensive and the college uh, tuition sometimes is uh, intimidating. But our C CEO, Mr. Patirani, thought that college tuition should not be intimidating. You should be able to start your college experience free of charge no down payment so ngayon di ba before you start a class you have to to pay a down payment otherwise hindi ka makakapag start but with london institute with london institute you can start your college experience free of charge now uh, what is college as a service college as a service um student enroll and for a certain period a trial period of 30 days no they can enroll they are enrolled they are joining classes they are uh, joining young lectures they are given assignment then after the trial period lab they will sign up no they will now decide to make a long-term commitment for a specific course of one's choosing Ano ba yung mga ano? Ano ba yung mga courses ng London Institute sa college as a serve as a service courses? First, uh, the 
courses offered by London Institute are APHE uh, certified, you know, short for awards for training and higher education. Ano ba ito? APHE offers a wide portfolio of vocationally oriented and international recognized qualification. No, you term vocationally oriented. Now, para maka-adapt tayo, maintindihan natin ito in the Philippines, uh, sino ba yung vocationally oriented uh, institution dito? It's the TESDA. No? Yung TESDA natin. Dito sa ang nagbibigay ng certification sa gumraduate ng TESDA. So, APHE in the UK. Uh, next, yung Qualify. Qualify is a uh, another UK-based the awarding organization no? Nat narinig nakita niyo siguro diyan yung term na of qual of qual means is office of qualification and examination regulation ano ba ito para maintindihan natin ang of qual sa Pilipinas this is our cap our commission of higher education sa England it's the office of qualification and examination regulation no? so uh, this is the awarding body and quality is among those issuing a certificate for mga honors degree and postgraduate master's degree. Now, sa atin, marirelate natin siya similarly parang uh, giving you a profession, professional regulation solution, no, ERC, no, sa Philippines. Now, London Institute of Business and Technology being duly recognized by both the APHE and Quality, now provide training in UK higher education opportunities and vocational opportunities for students in the Asia Pacific region. Now, ano ba ito? What is the APHE Quality? We are, sa UK kasi, instead of grade or first year, second year, it's leveling. Now, uh, London Institute offers level 4 and 5. What is level 4 and 5? <clears throat> As you can see dito, level 4 is equivalent to first year of a university degree. Level 5 is equivalent to uh, second year of a university degree. So, ang level 4 and 5 is equivalent to first year and second year na sa atin. However, ang difference Ang first year and second year sa atin is talagang first year buong taon. And second year, two years. With London Institute, you can fast track your uh, studies. Because level 4 and 5 can be completed 8 to 12 months tops. Depending on the course, but the maximum is 12 months. So in 12 months time, in 12 months time, tapos mo na ang uh, iyong second year college degree. Now, we also have yung um, level 7. What is level 7? This is a postgraduate post course designed to fast-track professionals with 120 uh, unit credits in taking master's degree. Normally, a master's degree uh, in two years, no? in two years' time. <clears throat> but with London Institute, 
master's degree is eight months lang yun. The remaining four months is the thesis. So in a span of 12 months, tapos na itang isa ang kanyang master's degree. Level 7 lang, he also already have 120 credits of the 180 credits required to achieve a complete master's degree. Because in the remaining 60, yun na yung sa uh, thesis. Okay, so what happens after you completed level 4 and 5? So after you completed level of 4 and 5, second year ka na, you have the option, you can decide whether you want to continue getting a bachelor's degree. So it's a personal decision because education is a investment. So since it is a knowledge investment, it is a personal decision. No? Sa iba, pwede nang after finishing level 4 and 5, they get the UK diploma and they, and they are now globally competitive because they have a uh, global skill base. Pwede na sila mag-work agad. But of course, if you yung dependent, uh, the decision is different sa bawat individual and bawat family if he decide or she decides to to continue getting a bachelor's degree, the remaining uh, six months, six to eight months, will be under a LIBT UK university partner of their choosing. Now, similarly with level seven. So level seven is a postgraduate diploma. So after my finish and postgraduate diploma, here my postgraduate studies, again, it's a personal decision whether uh, he wanted to, to finish a master's degree the remaining four months with one of the partner university ng LIBT. So that's uh, level uh, four, five, and seven. And that is uh, yung, yun, a university progression level. What are the courses that is uh, being offered by LIBT uh, for level four and five course? There is travel and tourism management, may business management, computer science and IT, education and training, accounting and finance, and international business law. So that are those are the courses available. Uh, being offered right now by LIBT. And since it is a trial, you can register for trial for 30 days. You are enrolled, at least you have the feel, you know how LI, the teaching methodology of LIBT. Uh, and online ito, uh, online, interactive. Uh, there is a pro live professor doing the class. And the mga mo international students and this is done only once a week no every saturday normally ang level four ay saturday level four and five saturday level seven ay sunday but of course it depends on the professor so level four and five once a week and one subject a month one assignment a month ang kailangan mo lang isubmit so yung first two weeks mo is your subject, ang third to fourth week mo is assignment completion. So kung titignan nyo, it's very easy, hindi siya mabigat. Even if you have work, hindi mo kailangan iwanan ng work mo. Because it's, uh, this, the class is done every weekend. 
So yung Monday to and uh, that is in the afternoon, our time Manila kasi normally Manila time uh, the class starts at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Hanggang 7 p.m. na yan kasi that is two subjects every week no? for level 4, 5, and level 7. No? So as you can see here, merong monthly academic pathway of 220 pounds. No, sa Philippine peso, that is equivalent to mga 15,000 plus a month for 8 months. Pero may good news ako dito sa inyo mamaya for ASEAN youth members ng Philippines. Okay. Now, after you graduate from LIBT, LIBT will now issue you a certificate. No? But this certificate is kakaiba, no? another innovation, Introduced by LIBT, uh, sa distance learning, innovation introduced by LIBT sa academic uh, industry. You will be issued, hindi lang basta printed certificate o kaya electronic certificate, ang i-issue sa'yo is a blockchain-based verifiable certificate or diploma. Hmm, Most likely, naririnig niyo ang blockchain sa mga Bitcoin, Bitcoin. No. Pero uh, blockchain is just a special database na, na very secure. Now, if you were issued a conventional diploma, printed diploma or digital certificate kung graduate ka ng isang online course, no. at pagkatapos ay you apply for a job or you apply for an, in another university for a top-up course mo, uh, kailangan mo ngayon mag-request ng transcript, mag-request sila ng transcript of record, mag-request sila ng diploma. So normally, in a typical printed certificate, you must pay money each time you request your official record to have them shared in others with others. And typically, there is high possibility of misplacing it also. For example, sa mga matagal na mga nakagraduate like me, Professor Ralph, yung iba pang mga uh, viewers natin right now, if I ask you o hingin ko sa inyo ang transcript of record nyo right now, yung diploma, may lalabas nyo baka agad? Baka nga hindi nyo na mahanap no, yung inyong diploma. And also, ang limitation ng printed certificate is after graduation, normally you attend certificate courses. You attend, you, you get another skills. There is no way na yung diploma mo, dugtong mo doon yung certificate. Malabo yun, no? Sa iyong certificate. There is no way for that to, to insert yung wide array of experiences mo. And also, since printed, nako, since the, we are in the high-tech world, digital forgery is number one problem. No. Yung pangalan na suma cum laude, pwedeng issued to another, no? then issued, magiging issued to me. No. So high exposure to digital forgery, printed um, certificate. Now also, limited exposure. Why limited exposure? Kasi normally, once nakakuha ka ng diploma, ano bang ginagawa ng iba? Sineframe, kasabit sa wall ng iyong bahay o kaya sa wall ng opisina mo. Pero sa totoo lang, sino ba, ilan ba ang tumitingin dyan? No. How many are looking in the wall yung sa certificate mo at pag nakita yung skill-based mo, yung sasabi, you are hired. No. 
So that are the those are the limitations. But with blockchain, what is a blockchain certificate certification? A blockchain certification are digital records registered on a blockchain, cryptographically signed, tamper proof, and best of all, shareable. These certificates are completely free from theft and forgery because uh, getting the security of the blockchain uh, network and gives the individual the capacity to possess, display, and share the certificate on a digital wall of professional social network like LinkedIn. Madali rin ang KYC or know your customer or know your client. Because if you're applying for a job no, or a company apply for, hinihingi ang academic records mo, padala mo yung blockchain certificate mo, they can verify the blockchain, no need for them to call a reference. No, reference person or reference company to verify yung authenticity ng iyong diploma or ng certificate. Since it is in blockchain, LIBT is the one certifying that you are a graduate of London Institute of Business and Technology, you are authentic holder of that diploma or certificate. Kaya, ano ang benefit niya? Why, why the need to have your certificate blockchain verifiable? Key takeaway, number one, you are the custodian of your official record. No, hindi mo siya kailangan i-request, hawak mo siya. You are the custodian. You can easily share those records with, with others. They are secure and prevent certification fraud. They are verifiable on a blockchain network. You can share it on LinkedIn. You can share it on with companies, universities, and even government agencies. There are already companies requiring blockchain diploma or blockchain credentials from those applying to them. Your credentials are transparent and once na na-issue na ng LIBT to sa'yo, there is no additional cost kung ilang beses mo siya i-share or gamitin. And also, if you have another skill set, you can add those skill set in your academic credential. Kaya with LIBT, you are a blockchain verifiable professional. So, yun yung innovation that the LIBT is again uh, introducing in the academic uh, industry. The college as a service platform and the blockchain verifiable diploma. So start your trial now, your free trial. Acceler accelerate your career. Don't consider, no? isipin yung mabuti, Am I really, do I really want to spend more time sa conventional studies? If there is an opportunity for me to fast track my career in one year's time, pwede na ako magkatrabaho. Why not? No? Why not? So this is a uh, opportunity. No? So accelerate your education wherever you are because uh, the London Institute of Business Technology is opening the doors for Philippine students for a UK education, UK credentials. No? 
At ito ang may magandang announcement uh, ng London Institute Business and Technology Academic Board. LIBT Academic Board is granting pre-approved 50% scholarship grants to all ASEAN Youth Organization Philippines and ASEAN Youth Organization members. No. So ano lang kailangan ninyo? No. Uh, you're just inform your uh, ASEAN Youth Office and they will submit yung iyong pre-approved pre uh, scholarship application. No. Ngayon, ano bang ibig sabihin yan? Kanina nakita ninyo yung, ano, yung tuition fee. So, wa, ano, ano ba yung value ng 50%? Ito po, yung computation. Ang normal tuition fee sa London Institute before the pandemic is 2,360 pounds. Ang rate dito ay... One pound is equals to 66 pesos. So you, you do the math. Pandemic rate, you know, when the pandemic started, no, the, the academic board decided to lower it, lower it to 1,600 pounds. So that is equivalent to 105,600 for level 4, 5, hanggang 7. Now, with your scholarship, approved scholarship, now it becomes 800 pounds. 52,800 for level 4 and 5, tapos mo na hanggang second year college, 800 pounds or 52,000 pesos plus for level 7, 8 months or, or 4 to 8 months na postgraduate studies. At ito pa, maganda, hindi, pwede mo siyang hindi bayaran ng one time. You can actually do the monthly academic pathway which is 8 months easy installment of 110 pounds per month so that is equivalent only to 7,260 months of your academic investment. So unlocking opportunity ito for the Filipino students, no? especially for the IO members no? right now that uh, the academic board has uh, offered a pre-approval of your uh, scholarship. So that's it. That ends my um presentation so thank you very much everyone for your time so let's uh, go back to our host Thank you. thank you so much, sir, for that wonder wonderful presentation. And thank you for enlightening us about the evolution of academic flexibility to distance learning. Surely our viewers learned how academic institution introduced academic innovation to make college education more widely available. 
Yeah, thank you so much, sir. It was very informative po. And nakakabilib kasi yung duration of year is mapapadali lang talaga sa LIVT. And uh, meron din siyang free trial to commit and may installments pa. So, sulit talaga yun, sir. Parang gusto ko ulit mag-aral after ko mag-aral. Yes. Mag <laughs> <laughs> it, it, available na rin po to sa Philippines, right? Of course, yes, available in the Philippines. And ito ang antayin ninyo, uh, LIBT has uh, recently launched yung school on campus school ito in Bhutan. We also have LIBT in Sri Lanka, Singapore, uh, Bangkok, ang main office namin in Asia. We have LIBT in UK. So antayin nyo lang because LIBT Philippines will soon open here. No. So really, Asher, yung mga... Filipino students natin. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you, sir. We will now be having our question and answer portion po. So, uh, to our viewers po, if you have any questions, don't, don't hesitate to uh, comment it on the comment section and we will relate it to Sir John. Sir, for the, for the first question, how, flexi how fle flexible learning is flexible in the Philippine educational system? Flexible learning is flexible in the Philippine educational system. Ba? Ang ganda ng South. Well, uh, uh, it depends eh, because on how you define flexibility. Because for me, flexibility, as you define it, uh, while you're learning, while you're studying, you can do other things, other more important things. With LIBT kasi is uh, since fast track, short period of time, once a week class, you have other times or you are flexible to do other things no, uh, that interest you or, 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 or job or, or job. Not to support your education. Uh, uh, dito sa atin, well, uh, yes, uh, we also have certain level of flexibility right now, especially na nasa bahay lang. On, online class ba kayo right now? So, yes. So, online class ninyo. So, medyo may flexibility ngayon na magkape-kape, di ba? Uh, <laughs> yes. With LIBT, uh, we really are saying that the really offers yung flexibility in terms of you can do other more important things other than studying at the same time finishing your studies okay thank you sir the next question is what do you think is the best move for the department of education to improve online classes in the country best move well uh well, they're doing, uh, they're doing, you know, as, uh, as the, the Department of Education is doing well in quickly adapting in the online classes. In fact, uh, it's not their method that is the problem. Actually, it's the adoption to the, to the new method of learning. Because before, we are used to sit in the class, listen to the teacher, and uh, do quizzes. So when the pandemic started, no, so the parents are shocked, the students are shocked. No, it is not the dead end problem because they provided 
the 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 avenue or the the platform for learning it's just a matter of adapt adaptation to the new way of teaching no so in terms of the DepEd, they will continue to our DepEd, they will continue to innovate in fact they've done great for the filipinos to adapt to immediately ito kasi, ano, unlike the london institute we are doing online learning way way back even before the pandemic no. but uh, here data sa philippines we are used to the conventional class that we go to the school then during the pandemic the we have to students have to adapt no and DepEd already has the platform to do it. So, so if student and parent, it's not the DepEd problem. It's an adoption problem. No, no, it's the problem of us adapting to the new method. But of course, we can adapt. Most likely, So in terms of adapting to DepEd's method in adapting to what is the situation I think right now, no, it's, it's great. No, immediately they have this uh, solution. It's just that kailangan lang natin antayin. Kailangan lang natin magantay sa, sa adoption period ng mga Filipinos in this new kind of learning. And of course, marami pa mga uh, issues, mga social issues which uh, uh, it's hindi na natin kaya yung maisip. Let the government or DepEd do their job. Yes, I think naman po is uh, yung DepEd is ginagawa naman po talaga nila yung or nag-iisip po silang dif different strategies kasi ngayon po mahirap eh. Mahirap po talaga for us students na mag-adapt po sa yes, distance learning. So yun, so, yun nga po, tama po kayo na sa adoption. Not the method or the platform that DepEd is introducing sa atin. Thank you, sir. For the next question po, do you think Filipino teachers and professors are well equipped in the emerging e-learning system in the country? Well, uh, I think uh, Filipinos, magagaling ang Filipinos, uh, Marian and Jasmine, and we easily adapt. No, especially right now, no, uh, we are in the pandemic. A lot of uh, professors are now, I, I believe even your professors are doing online learning no so as, yes. as as we go with this process of new method no uh nagiging skillful then yung ating mga professors so filipino teachers Filipino educators are very you know magagaling ang ating mga educators in the philippines and they can they also easily adapt of course again adoption adoption to the new method of teaching so once they were able to adapt, makikita mo yung magiging yung galing ng ating mga teachers no, sa doing online education. Yes, yes. So, um, how will preschool, elementary, higher, and tertiary education benefit from flexible learning as a whole? Well, as a whole, uh, flexible learning, um, mga institution natin if they have their flexible learning uh, right now they will benefit in terms of right now ano ba ang investment ng school in terms of uh, operation they have a building to maintain ngayon walang tao ang mga building and yet it is still being maintained no 
you, you pay the electricity, hindi naman pwedeng hindi mo nilinisan yan. No? But with adoption of the flexible learning, no? is uh, we minimize ang cost. Imagine you are extending the classroom to the houses. Before ang classroom, you have to go to the school to sit on a classroom. But with right now, with the pandemic, it pushes everyone to extend yung mga klase, hindi sa physical building, but to sa, sa mga bahay become an extension of their classroom. So in terms of operational cost, yung mga instit academic institutions right now is they will they will there will be a savings. Walang gumagamit na kuryente na school. Right? Yes. <laughs> Education is still continuing. Education is still continuing. Before, if you go to school, from morning until evening, the lights are on. Yes, for the aircon. The lights are on until the evening. It is our yes. lights that are on. <laughs> So in terms of the general benefit for the education, uh, mga institution, may benefit in terms of operational. Second benefit is they were they are able to push the innovation sa mga teachers. No? UK, matagal na ang UK, since the 18th or 19th century, the UK education has been advocating the distance learning, no? distance education. Tayo, we are pushed to immediately adapt. No? So aside from the benefit by the school operationally, they also benefit because their teachers uh, nag-level up. Nag-level up sa new style of uh, teaching. Mga students din, nag-level up kasi ngayon, Eh, talagang uh, you are now, mabuti kayo ngayon na may internet na because during our time, library na kami. Yes <laughs> no. po. Imagine mo kapag Kahit po nasa bahay, na. kahit po nasa bahay kami, nandito na lang, isa-search na lang po namin sa Google okay. yung kailangan namin. Yes po. <laughs> so, right now, the adoption sa flexibility ng mga school in terms of distance learning, they, they I, I believe, they already seeing the benefit and most likely once na natapos itong pandemic and everybody goes sa kanilang mga school physically, there are those who may opt to study or stay at home to study. At least there is already the facility na magagamit. Yes po, thank you sir. For the next question, how do you think will the student-parent-teacher relationship evolve with the evolution of academic flexibility? Uh, well, sa simula, naririnig ko sa, sa news, maganda yung evolution ng parent-teacher. Kung isa nag-aaway, you know? <laughs> 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 because na-shock eh. We, we are all shocked. As a parent, we are all shocked to the new uh, system. Pero it will evolve in, well, it, it will reach a certain level of acceptance. Kasi change, um, there is always a, a uh, opposition to change. No? Pagka nakasanayan mo na ang isang bagay, then bababuhin mo yung process, 
mahirap mag-adapt sa change. So right now, understandably, parents right now are adapting to change. Kasi before, pagka tayo nasa school, pagka yun nasa school, lalo na yung mga elementary students natin, o mga kindergarten students natin, pagka sila na school, sa bahay tahimik. <laughs> right now, <laughs> since the students are in the house, ang daming tanong. Walang teacher eh. Oh. <laughs> parents, young parents are pushed to learn. Yeah, they are pushed to learn. No, right now. No, but once they adapted to that new method of teaching, level the new, ano, level the new, yung uh, relationship. But uh. Uh, right now, our parents are very, you know, very cooperative sa mga teachers. Saka mas, of, ano po, for me po, parang mas natututukan din ang parent yung pag ganito, pag flexible learning. Kasi nakikita po nila yung ginagawa, monitor po nila yun. Kasi correct. po yung iba, yung iba po hindi po nila, pag, unlike, unlike yung face-to-face, eh kasi po hindi nyo, hindi nyo naman po nakikita yung activities na ginagawa ng anak nila sa school. So, wala po silang idea sa lahat ng ginagawa nila. So, malaki po talaga yung ano, ng flexible Correct. learning. Parang lahat tayo ngayon naka-homeschool. Right? Yes. Lahat tayo. Yes, Everybody is home, is studying at home. Homeschool. Lahat. But did you know na yung homeschooling ay since the biblical times pa? See, during the time <laughs> ng, during the time pa ni Abraham, ni Moses, and the Israelites, the Israelites are studying at home. Oh, yeah, well, yes, yes. Well, university. No, it's only the Greeks and the Romans uh, introduced universities. So ngayon, mas tututukan ng mga parents yung kanilang mga anak. Ibang topic yun, homeschool. Yes. <laughs> okay. so, um, how can schools, colleges, and universities help students with disabilities to cope with e-learning? Mm-hmm. With disabilities, well, it helps a lot. Kasi pagka yung isang uh, bata may disability, it's more so that uh, the parents are there, are just near each time they pagka nag-aaral sila. So with the uh, flexible learning, sometimes may mga kaklase tayo na medyo may disability. Papasok pa na school, sasakay ng jeep, mag- or, or maglalakad, or magko-commute. No? Ang iba, naglalakad, tatawid ng, tatawid ng river. But with the flexible learning, yung may disability now have the option na I don't na not to go to school because of the disability niya. Now have the option, the opportunity to learn even as a bahay. So, so parang ang laking advantage po. Yeah. I'm sorry. Tama, tama. Yes, Jasmine. Laki advantage. Sir, I have a personal question po. Paano po kayo, curious lang po kasi ako, paano po kayo nag-iisip ng different strategies uh, to improve flexible learning or what are the key factors po making the course effective? Lalo na po kasi ngayong pandemic, parang parang sa tingin ko lang po parang hirap mag-iisip ng bagong strategies kasi mas nasanay po kasi kami sa face-to-face. 
Ah, yes. Oh, oh. Well, yun nga. Uh, again, uh, it's on yung, yung normal, yung, yung nakagawian mo na. No. Since na it's a routine that you are studying and used to study face-to-face, nalilimit ngayon yung iyong thinking on other new alternative way of study. Yung alternative method of studying, matagal na ito. Homeschool, distance learning, matagal na. But it's on the matter of the perspective or viewpoint or choice ng parent or student kung ano ang gusto niya. So, siyempre, right now, uh, kung ang kinagawian mo is face-to-face, you will make strategies based on that uh, method. And since London Institute has been advocating flexibility, London Institute of Business and Technology has been advocating online distance learning. Strategies na binubuo, no, formed by London Institute, especially by our CEO, Cesare Patel, Mr. Cesare, is, uh, is geared towards what is yung advocacy. So it's, it's, it's the advocacy. London Institute is advocating distance learning. London Institute is advocating flexibility in your studies. We are advocating fast-paced study in a short period of time. No. So that is our advocacy. So it's a matter of changing your perspective. It's a matter of changing your advocacy. No. For you to be able to create strategy no, that is uh, related to distance learning. Pag hindi mo binago yung isip mo, mahirapan ka talaga gumawa ng strategy. Yes po. So parang yun nga po, kung ginagawa niya yung part niyo as mag-isip ng bagong strategies, at kami mag adapt naman po kami. So that's the relationship po talaga between uh, students po siya sa mga sa Department of Education po. And we appreciate yeah. naman po everything you do po for us students po. Mm-hmm. Correct, huh? So uh, I guess we don't have any questions now, po. Um, thank you so much, Sir John Alianza, for your nurturing and eye-opening discussion of, of one of the privileges and rights of every individual education. Sir, um, do you want to promote any further endeavor or where and how can we get in touch with you for your further learning experience, po? Uh, I have my uh, email. Uh, email there no so for iom ph members since uh, libt is granting a pre approved scholarship grant so get in touch with uh, your officers as a organization or you can email me directly sa uh, uh, jalianza libt.co that okay no, for mga inquiries so that's it thank you po sir thank thank you po sir for everyone who attended this webinar all of you can get a digital certificate of your attendance for sure you want to get yours if so just head on to our website at www.sma.ph or click on the link 
that we posted in the comment section below. Make, make your account and navigate to the title of the webinar that you joined in tonight. So before this webinar comes to a close, I would like to invite everyone who wants to learn more and increase their knowledge and skills to visit our website at www.esme.ph. We offer a wide range of masterclass courses, including our live learning series. Those of which you enroll, roll in based on whatever is relevant to your passion, career, and interest. We hope to see you in our live learning series. Thank you once again, Sir John, John Alianza, for being one of our mentors in this new normal where education became more than a right but a privilege. Like what you said in your financial education philosophy, rather than teach students that he or she is entitled to free fish for life or work for fish, I believe it is smarter to teach students to be a provi provider of fish. Thank you everyone for learning with us tonight and have a good evening. Thank you.